Welcome to the Property Voice Podcast, helping you to navigate safely through the world of property investing. Get the lowdown and updates, insights and outcomes on all matters property with a splash of entertainment along the way. The Property Voice, a voice to trust among the crowd. Now, let's get started with your host, Richard Brown. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Property Voice podcast. My name is Richard Brown and as always it's a pleasure to have you join me again on the show today. So here's what we've got coming up in today's show. Of course as property investors we all need to find great property deal opportunities don't we? Whether that's just one every few years or or quite quite a few a year we, we still need to go find them. So today, what I wanted to share, or what I thought I'd cover, was just seven of the ways in which we could go about looking for property deals without leaving home, (laughs) in what I'm going to call Property Sourcing 101. And I'm going to share a top tip to accompany each of the methods that are shared. So um, let's get cracking with that then. Okay, so let's get on with this week's featured topic with Property Chatter. Okay, so this is a, this is what I call a property deal sourcing 101. So it's it's kind of the basics really. Uh, although I'm going to cover seven different strategies. And as I said, we all do need to find great property deals. And here there's no less than than seven as I mentioned, simple steps that we can take to source great property deals. The examples I'll share in a minute do not specify a particular type of deal or strategy. However, the list addresses a couple of different variations, so it's going to cover a couple of broad bases. Most rely on setting some sort of preset geographical area to search initially at least. And uh, I'll also share a top tip for each method uh, in this whistle-stop tour of property deal sourcing without leaving home. So the first one is the estate agent mailing list. Now perhaps it's one of the simplest methods to to get a list of uh, potentially uh, sorry of potential property deals, and that's just to contact all the local estate agents in the areas or area in which you wish to target. That of course could be a town, it could be a county, it could be a general region, uh, and uh, and basically just reaching out. And the easy way to find them is to uh, just do a search on one of the or, or several of the. Um, the property portals, so it's right move, Zoopla on the market primarily. And um, if you do want to find an agent search, it'll give you a list if you just search in a geographic area, say put a postal town or something like that. It'll give you a list of all the agents in that area and it'll have their, their basic contact details as well. And of course agents love to add people to their database. <laughs> so they should be happy to talk to you in one way or another. So you can either look them up as I mentioned that way or you could follow my top tip instead. So the top tip is if you want to make life really simple, you can also get them to contact you instead of you contacting them. And uh, the easy way is just go to Zoopla, for example, that's uh, this is the easy one I I find using Zoopla. Select your desired area. Um, I just did it before this recording this podcast. I looked at Slough and I listed all of the properties in Slough. And so uh, therefore it listed or picked up most of the agents in that area as well. Now, if you just scroll down to the bottom of the page of all those property listings, there's going to be uh, an email contact form which is already pre-populated, ready to be sent out to every single agent that lists property in that area, obviously in this case, Slough, and I think there were 37 um, when I just looked at it. So it's pretty neat, isn't it? Um, what, uh, what I would suggest though is perhaps don't 
don't don't send that email to every single agent with no criteria selected. So I'd narrow it down a little bit, and perhaps you know if you're targeting houses to select houses, and if you're looking at a particular price range, maybe to select that price range, certain number of bedrooms, etc. So at least it'll make you appear that you're you're um, you know what you're talking about, you know what you're looking for. More importantly, with the agents, and it's going to make their job a bit easier when uh, they're looking for properties for you as well. But do keep in mind, agents tend to go uh, up to and indeed beyond your maximum spend levels. So uh, yeah, perhaps flex the numbers accordingly uh, is what I'd suggest there. So yeah, do that narrow search. Um, you might want to just uh, amend the, the, the preset text uh, that goes to every agent, but then just hit send. And, uh, and then you should get a, a, you know, get added to all their databases and get email updates uh, regularly. You may even get the odd phone call as well when you've got a decent agent. So just add something that uh, maybe make you a little bit more memorable and standout-ish in your email and uh, you might get a phone call. So that's the first method, um, and I'm sure most people are aware of that, but not necessarily the, the shortcut way of contacting every agent. And the second one is it's a little bit similar, but it's instead of contacting agents, it's basically just looking for, for property, and it's uh, the portal search method. And here, all we need to do is set up alert, 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 alerts in the main property portals that meet your uh, general criteria. And then, of course, you can undertake a load of viewings, uh, a large percentage of offers, and uh, and away you go. Okay, so this last bit does involve actually leaving home eventually. And, of course, you know, when I say finding property deals, uh, most of these methods are going to involve some sort of viewing at some point in time. So, um, yeah, you do actually have to leave home at some point. But it has been known that people, including myself, have bought properties unseen, but most properties uh, I'd advise going to look at before buying them, that's for sure. And it, and the top tip really here in this in this particular section of the portal listings is to always follow up uh, and, and in particular, if, uh, if a property's gone sold subject to contract, um, do keep in mind that around about a third of all agreed purchases fall through during the, uh, during the conveyancing process at some point or another, perhaps for a legal reason, perhaps for a financing reason, perhaps for personal circumstances, but uh, a lot of them do fall through. So even if you've placed an offer on a property and you weren't successful, uh, your offer wasn't accepted and uh, an alternative was picked up instead, keep an eye on it. And the best way to do that is to set up a simple uh, diary system, uh, perhaps a 30-day rolling calendar or something like that, and uh, and do a follow-up. Uh, contact the agent. Is it still going through? Uh, let them know that your offer would still stand um, if the, uh, if the <clears throat> excuse me, for sale were to fall through. So um, yeah, that's a great uh, tip really, just to stay in touch and you'll be prime position, um, you know, knowing the agent would know or the, uh, the seller would know that you're ready to move if uh, anything were to happen. So that was the second one. The third one is what I call the motivated seller alert. And, uh, and this is really to create, it's another alert, it's another alert using the portals, uh, Zoopla, Rightmove and On The Market, the big three. Um, but here what we're going to do is we're going to look for price reductions or things that have been on the market for a long time. So it's actually, sorry, it's not really an alert, it's a search. Set up a search with this criteria. And then anything that um, has been on the market for say more than three months, more than six months, perhaps you know gets triggered or perhaps it's had a, a price reduction. Um, that's a cue really that uh, the vendor may be open to uh, receiving a lower offer uh, or they may be more motivated, let's say, to uh, to move on in, in general sense. So 
The, the best way to do this is to create an account with each of those uh, particular portals, set up some search criteria and save them. And uh, that will help you to uh, identify those opportunities. And if you can't uh, save those searches, then just set up a little diary reminder, perhaps for every every two weeks or every every month, to to go and have a look. Um, you can do a, a reverse sort uh, to get the biggest price reduction uh, showing first, or indeed the the longest time on the market showing first, which which might imply that those particular vendors are more up for uh, for an offer, let's say. And so the uh, top tip, which um, I wanted to share with this particular one, is to set up Property B. I uh, may have mentioned Property B in the past. I'm just trying to recall if I had it as a as a resource of the week. But um, it's um, it's it's a little app that you can install, uh, which actually tracks changes on the back end of Rightmove. Um, it's it's only really visible if you've got a Rightmove account and if you use the Firefox browser. So, um, but it's it's a great little tool. Of course, Rightmove covers most of the marketplace, and it tells you things like um, offers that have been made or uh, price changes that were made, and it keeps a track of all of this information along with some dates. So, that's another great tip, really, just to see uh, why things are, are are changing and and if there's any sales falling through and perhaps an opportunity to go in with a lower offer again. So that was the third one. The fourth is to find refer refurbs and small development projects. And I'm just going to go straight to the top tip here because um, you can trawl through um, the, the portals, of course, looking for in need of modernization or um, require, so planning permission allow is, is included, this sort of thing. But the alternative and the, the lazy man's way of doing it is basically set up an account with uh, a provider such as Renovate Alerts. And uh, if you set up a Renovate Alerts um, a paid for account, you can have up to three different counties that you're, uh, you're searching. So it should be able to cover quite a, a significant radius of your, of your target area. And um, it'll, it'll pick up keywords in the search criteria, such as in need of uh, modernization or planning permission and this sort of thing. So that's it really, the top tip, the lazy way, set up Renovate Alerts. And it's uh, if you're particularly looking for planning, development, uh, refurb types of opportunities. And the fifth one is what I'm going to call the digital direct-to-vendor approach. Um, often, if, if we can get to, to the vendor, we can talk to them, we can understand their motivation and that sort of thing. We can present our offer in the best way. But of course, very often there's an agent in the way uh, and they're deliberately in the way uh, really to, to actually uh, manage, let's say, manage the, the process. But um, if we can get direct-to-vendor, then we can perhaps get, uh, you know, get a better opportunity. So what we need to do there is set up a scanning system and the best ways to do this digitally and the easiest ways are to scan through uh, Gumtree listings and indeed some of the DIY uh, property portals. So that's not Rightmove and uh, Zoopla and On The Market. That's some of the more specialized uh, you know, DIY sales portals that, that are out there right now. And that's people who are going for a cheap and cheerful uh, method, avoiding estate agents. And of course, Gumtree, that's, uh, that's, they're just listing the property on Gumtree. So uh, really just trawl through those sites um, uh, electronically and, uh, and look for um, the target sellers, private sellers. And if you want to stand out from the crowd, here's my top tip for this one. Um, then why not consider a personalized letter to the property owner? 
And you might say, well, I don't know how to contact them. Um, I mean, on, on a Gumtree listing, you, you will be contacting them uh, pretty well directly. But uh, if you really wanted to make it personal, you can find out uh, property addresses. Sometimes if there's a, an EPC that's listed, uh, you might find that on some of the main portals. Some of the EPCs actually have the property address on. Uh, not all of them, because agents are aware that uh, it's, an op it's, an, it's a way in which you can contact uh, a vendor directly by seeing the, the address. But um, if you don't uh, see it on the EPC, another way to do this, and indeed to find out the name, and especially if the owner lives away from the property, such as with a landlord, then you can actually do a, um, a land registry search the property so obviously you'd need to find out the postcode or the location of the property to be able to do that but if you do a land registry search for three pounds you'll get all the information about that property uh, including the correspondence address and the name of the owner so you can then do a personalized uh, letter or something similar sometimes they've actually got email addresses in fact um, by the way that is another top tip to register your own properties uh, at land registry with an email address just avoids fraud and this sort of thing so but you might get contacted if you're ever selling your property but I do digress I do digress but personalized approach is the top tip there but uh, direct digital director vendor is the method the sixth one is I guess I'm going to call it the bargain hunter or you know more familiarly the homes under the hammer approach because yes we're talking about looking through auction properties here and uh, we can either set up an alert on some of the property uh, forums, forums, uh, portals, what I meant to say, um, for auction listings. That's, uh, that's a, a quick way of doing it. But if you want my top tip here, uh, and similar to what I said earlier about renovate alerts, and if you're buying property fairly regularly, you might want to consider a subscription to EI Group. Uh, because EI Group lists all, now all auctions nationally. And not only do they list all auctions, but they also have the the property information packs as well um, available on the site. So it does cost several hundred pounds a year to become a subscriber. So I'd only really recommend it if you're seriously buying at auction uh, and looking to, to do quite a lot of activity. But it, again, it, it's a great way of filtering. But in addition to being in EI Group, what I would suggest is looking for properties that are listed with an out-of-area auctioneer. And uh, this will help to uh, to reduce your your level of competition in the room, uh, if indeed you actually would plan to be in the room to make an offer. So sometimes what happens is a property, uh, for one reason or another, gets listed with uh, let's say it's in Morecambe, in in Lancashire, uh, but it could be on with a London uh, firm of auctioneers, and in that that could be for a number of reasons. For example, if it's probate, or there's a family member taking care of, uh, of affairs, or there's a, a live-away property owner. So it could be listed out of out of area, which doesn't really make a lot of sense, to be honest. Um, it's always better to list a property in its local area. So look for those. It's probably going to reduce the level of competition, is what I would say. But yes, uh, auction listings um, and potentially going with the EI group. And as I mentioned, look for out of area uh, uh, property listed with, uh, sorry, property listed out of area with a different auctioneer to its location, if that made any sense whatsoever. Um, the seventh and final one is what I call the passive or armchair investor approach. And, and this is really just building on my idea of uh, passing as much through to somebody else. This is the delegate uh, model altogether because here what I'm going to suggest is is basically paying a deal sourcer or a buyer's agent to, to find a deal that fits, uh, fits your criteria. 
and uh, it's something I've done uh, myself. But my top tip here is to make sure that any professional sourcer is registered with an ombudsman service and is properly insured. And there's a link actually to uh, a previous podcast episode uh, I did with Mark Lloyd actually where we talked about this idea. So so make sure you check that out as well as to how to stay safe really when, when using property sources. So so that's it really. The, um, the seven ways um, in which you could source property. Some are going to be more suitable um, for some types of property deal than others and they're going to suit certain types of property investor than others as well. So, And there's plenty more besides but I just wanted to you know, give you some headlines really. The, some of the easy ways of sourcing property. Um, maybe one or two you haven't considered or certainly some of the top tips maybe you haven't considered anyway. So um, get used to assessing qualified opportunities. Uh, you will refine your search criteria as you, as you start using these. So the results approach, as I'm going to call it, is to take committed action. And by committed action, I mean setting up one or more of these uh, property sourcing systems today. And some of them, are, as I say, are going to suit you more than others. So, so be selective. But uh, and and as you start to get properties come through, you'll you'll now you'll then know that you'll narrow down your your price range and your number of bedrooms and this sort of thing to reduce the uh, the amount of time you're sifting because there's a lot of sifting activity that we need to do sometimes just to find that golden nugget. So that's the results approach. But the smart results approach. I'm going to uh, conclude this uh, this section with today is that in this competitive environment is to be highly targeted and personal in your approach wherever possible. There's lots of uh, blanket approaches, even with direct to vendor now, leaflet dropping through the door, this sort of thing. It's not personal. It's just a bland, uh, you know, hey, we'll buy your house, you know, fast, fast type of thing. So um, if you can become more targeted and indeed more personal in your approach, it's going to uh, it's going to be a, a big benefit, I think, to to, uh, to to get attention is the point, and it's what marketeers would call one-to-one marketing, so on a na- known names basis, ideally. So trying to find out who you're dealing with as far as possible. It's not always easy, especially if you're dealing with agents uh, and through the portals. But there are ways, and I've given a few clues as I've gone along here today. So um, check those out. But I'd really be I'd like to be uh, uh, well, not like to be. I would be interested to hear about your sourcing ideas and uh, what's working well for you right now. Um, share them. Share the ideas. I'd really like to hear. Drop me a line. Podcast at the propertyvoice.net. Uh, as I said, I'd love to hear what's working for you in your local area currently, and uh, we can we can reciprocate, can't we, one another? So there we go then. That was what I wanted to cover off today. But um, right now we've got uh, a few things coming up under your voice. Up next is Your Voice. It's all about you and your property world. I just wanted to build a little bit on the theme of what I call the danger list that I mentioned in last week's show. And um, if you remember, I mentioned Brian, who wrote in to me after last week's uh, Your Property Network uh, magazine article, where I shared uh, our exchange of correspondence uh, on the blog. 
and and uh, this was all about is it is is pro is property investment still worth it and um, if you're potentially on this danger list um, of uh, you know you're vulnerable as a result of policy and tax changes that are coming through uh, and have already come through over the last uh, few months and will come through over the next few years as well so that was what it was all about but um, I, I, I I shared the exchange of correspondence on the blog so you can actually go and visit that and see what I said to Brian and, and maybe some steps that he could take but what I thought I'd also do is record a short video uh, and the video was just to flesh out uh, this idea a little bit further so I'll talk a little bit about the danger list uh, what it looks like and I'll also talk a little bit about uh, some of the strategies that uh, we could take um, you know, in response to uh, if we find ourselves on the danger list so if you fancy taking in content through a more visual format uh, and not just an audio one like the podcast then uh, make sure you head over to the blog um, which will be linked in the show notes and you'll find a, a short video clip there and I'm also going to post it on the Property Voice YouTube channel as well uh, I have to admit that the most of the recordings on the YouTube channel have been um, the, the podcast uh, so mainly audio but I'm going to start to do a little bit more video uh, there's a couple on there already but uh, basically there's going to be more video uh, content that will start to be shared uh, particularly around some of the reader um, contributions from the YPN piece that I'm doing so if you want to put a face to the property voice <laughs> then uh, if nothing else go and check that out and you'll you'll see that for sure but finally please don't forget to uh, complete the property voice podcast feedback feedback survey will you um, I, I do this for you so make sure I know what you want uh, the the link to the survey is in the show notes uh, or you can just ping me a quick email of course podcast at the propertyvoice.net and I'll send you the link directly but that's it really for another week um, I hope you enjoyed that uh, whistle stop uh, tour of property sourcing 101 and especially the top tips uh, but now though I just want to finish by saying thank you very much for listening and for joining me on the show today. And until next time on the Property Voice Podcast, it's Ciao Ciao. Thank you for listening today. Now head over to thepropertyvoice.net for more inspirational content and get updates through our mailing list. Join us next time on the Property Voice Podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to rate us on iTunes.